Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. Because I realized being individualist is okay, but having the community also, it's better. In the Women Who Code Career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. Hello, my name is Madonna Wambua and welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. Today, we'll be talking about community and leveraging the community to grow your network in so many ways. So, but before that, I'll just introduce myself deeper just to get to let you all know about me. Um, as I said in the beginning, my name is Madonna Wambua. I work right now as the founder and CTO of Jibu Labs. Jibu Labs is a consulting firm that I created and we are based out in the tri-state area. We also do have flagship products that we are building, which I'm pretty excited about. But other than that, I am an Android expert. I am also the author of the Modern Android 13 Development Cookbook. I've also been a keynote for a couple of speaking engagements and events. And also apart from that, I am the 2022 and 2023 Anita co-chair, which means I get to help shape the content that the Grasshopper Celebration has. Now, before that also, I like to mention this for so many people that don't know me, is that I was the global lead mobile track for Women Who Code, which was a great community that really elevated my career when I was starting my career or in the mid years of my career, but we'll talk more about that. Now, the title of the topic again is leveraging the community to grow your network or to grow your career, which is something that we all need, especially now with everything that's going on in the world. As you can see, there's a lot, I mean, after the pandemic, so many things changed. And right now, everybody is wondering, how do I stand out as part of maybe what you're working on, let's say in your professional career, maybe you're a software engineer, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a doctor, or also just other fields. You're wondering how do you stand up because there's so many great pool of talents out there. And something that I'm telling people now, especially my mentees, is that I feel like having a community to, to help you through this process is very important because right now I think the future, the way it looks like there's a lot of fear too, especially with stuff like AI, where people are worried it will also take our jobs. So I think even if it takes our job, I don't think it will take away the community. So the communities will always be there. They will always remain. And if you're leveraging the community, there's a lot of growth that you can gain. Now, let me walk you through my story and how my community really helped me. So I started as a junior Java developer back in around 2011, and I was working building inventory systems. And during that time, I was not really enjoying what I was doing. And I think most of us from time to time experience that. So I decided to look into what I can do with my knowledge of Java. And I learned that you can actually build games, not not game, you can actually build mobile applications. And once I realized that, I was like intrigued that the knowledge that I had, I could actually apply that and build mobile applications and what really inspired me to actually start building mobile applications was the snake game and i think many of us here might know about the snake game or might have heard about the snake game it was a popular game that would start an account and then it would go on increasing and then if you go slowly it hits the part and then your game was over that really inspired me a lot now overall before that my my aspiration or my career 
I wanted to become an aeronautic engineer because I loved the planes and I loved to see them fly. And I wished that one day I would be that person that understand all that whole all of all of that, how that works. But that did not turn out. But I like where I am right now and I enjoy doing what I do. So after I started my career in software engineering, that is um building our mobile application is something that I loved. I spent my first five years of my career just building as an building as an individualist. So I would go build my software. I've been able to publish two applications. My first application was called Simple Mother. My other application was called Budgeting Buddy, which has almost now has 50,000 downloads with a 4.5 rating, which is pretty cool. But something that I noticed was missing was I wasn't really inspired because as we know, the software engineering world, like we don't have so many women or people that you can work with that look like you in the field. So that really did demotivate me. So what I ended up doing is that I started looking into how can I connect with my local community? How can I find other people that were doing what I was doing? And living in Alabama, this time I was living in Alabama, living in Alabama also did not have such a great community where I could, you know, connect because many people that I knew were either retired or young people who were at school or I did not know the big, you know, like software engineering community in Alabama. But one day, though, I learned that women who code had a community in Alabama and they were organizing events and I wanted to know what was happening. So I remember one day on a Saturday, I decided to join my, to join, to go to one of the events. And when I went, I found this amazing woman. I don't remember her name because it's been so many years now, but she was very welcoming. She was very accepted for me. She was doing front-end because I was doing mobile. She was doing front-end and not in mobile, but I think in web. And she told me, hey, Madonna, I didn't know you were around. Yeah. And I told her, yeah, I've been around and it's super great that I'm here and just tell me more about women who code. And then she introduced me to women who code and she told me what they were doing. And she told me she was looking for speakers who can help in mobile. And I was like, wow, I've not spoken in any conference. So there's no way I'm going to be a good speaker. She told me, no, you got this. I can just train you how you can speak. And then we can see even in our next meeting, you can actually give a talk about how people can get started in, in mobile. Now, that really inspired me a lot because she it's like she saw something in me that I had not seen. But now remember, this is my first community. So what I did is I went back home and I was so excited. We had free pizza, of course, there's free food, which is super great. So I went back home and I told my husband and my family like, hey, I really found a good community where I found women who are doing coding, something that I'm doing too. And I felt connected with them, even though they're not doing mobile. In fact, they're looking for someone who's doing mobile because they didn't have any people in that community. So next time I volunteered and I decided to become a speaker. So as a speaker, I went and gave a talk actually in mobile. I think I uploaded the video on YouTube. It's my first ever video. It's not my first video to upload on YouTube. On YouTube, I used to upload videos of me just teaching how to program in C, also program in Java, and also just mobile development. But I ended up posting my first speaking engagement, which was in Women Who Code. So in that event, we had... Um, we had how many people? We had over 50 people show up. And then I remember helping with the pizza, just bringing the pizza. Because the last time we had pizza, I was like, wow, we're going to have pizza again. So I loved the pizza. So we brought the pizza and I was so excited. And I remember organizing and helping them to just plan. And then there I was giving my fast talk in mobile, which was introduction to mobile. And I remember freezing in the first set of my talk. Like when I opened my slide, I could not see anything. I don't know why I froze it because I think it's because it was my first 
speaking engagement. And then everybody was looking at me and everybody just said, hey, you got this. And I remember when somebody said, you got this, it really hit me like, hey, what am I actually scared of? It's people who are doing something that I'm I'm doing and, you know, I can be okay with, I can be okay. Nothing's going to happen. And I remember them clapping for me because I was stuck. <laughs> and I did not show that I was stuck. I pretended that I was trying to clip, you know, my my clicker, but it wasn't working. So I pretended, but I froze because I couldn't go, but my clicker was working. I was so confused. But after the clap, that really motivated me a lot. And then I started the talk. The talk went out so well. And then I completed and then I had amazing questions and so many questions. And I was like, wow, that was my first speaking engagement in public. Now, to be fair, I want to mention that I had done other speaking engagements, but online because that's just through work where I would just give a presentation but not in front of people because I feel like to me what I was afraid of is that first of all I am an immigrant my first language is not English and I was wondering how will I will my message be able to be conveyed in a nice way will they understand me or will I be very awkward in this but I realized that was all doubt in my head telling me no but it did not translate to who I was and what I wanted to share so if you're out there and listening to this podcast and wondering how do you start your own talk how do you start your fast talk and you're facing the same fear just remember those fears in the fears in your mind should not represent who you are and you got this and the community is actually there to cheerlead for you and support you because what they did they cheerleaded for me right they clapped for me and told me I got this and then that really motivated me and then I did my talk now Push forward to where I am right now. The community has really helped me in so many ways. So after giving my first talk, I started now being invited to give other talks. And I remember after that talk, I flew to San Francisco to attend the Women Who Code conference in person. That really motivated me too, because I remember seeing so many women giving talks and panels. And I was like, wow, I had never thought that it can get this big and good. Now, that said, that inspired me to keep doing that more, but I did not have a platform yet, but we'll get to the story where I get a platform. I did not have a platform yet, but what I decided to do is that now become the global lead for mobile where I can lead webinars and even continue working on my speaking skills, just continue working on my presentations, making sure that my presentation are understandable and also making sure that I leverage the community to keep growing this thing that I like to do as I continue doing my engineering because I was still employed as an Android engineer, working as an Android engineer. Now, as we kept moving forward, you know, as years went by, I ended up becoming a Google developer expert for Android. That is because Google noticed I was doing great work and I was referred to this program, which was called Women Developer Academies. And through the Women Developer Academy, and during this time, I actually became an ambassador because the Google Tech Makers Ambassador Program reached out to me and asked me, Madonna, we are seeing you doing great work in the community. And because every time I would go speak in a conference, people would post about me and talk about me, like what I did and what really resonated with them. And I feel like this is what really elevated me a lot. So when I mentioned leveraging the community, it's in through such things where you speak, people get inspired, they share your slides, they share your name, they speak your name. And then my name gets people started speaking my name in different places where, for instance, my next talk was in such a big conference, the Gracie Celebration. And that is because somebody had listened to me giving a talk and they were like, Madonna, I would really like to give a talk with you. Would you like for us to collaborate on a panel? And I said, yes. And then we applied and we got accepted. And then that just kept elevated me. 
Now, going back to my Android career and how I ended up becoming the Women Who Code Mobile Global Lead, which was a growing community, it was through the same. I started contributing and just welcoming other women and just teaching them how to code in mobile. And that also helped a lot because every person that came to the event would mention my name somewhere and they would talk about me and they would just tag me, let's say, on LinkedIn or any other place. And that really helped me a lot. Now, later on, after now the Women Developers Academy program and then becoming a Women Tech Makers Ambassador, Google told me you can become an expert. And then they scheduled a round of interviews. So the interview that I did had four rounds. And after I passed all the round, they said, yeah, you are now officially a Google developer expert for Android. So what this meant is that first requirements were you need to have five years of experience in the field. And then second, you need to be have taught somewhere or have contributed somewhere. So after I passed that, I now knew that, well, my world has been open wide now because Google now told me, hey, we got you, we'll support you, we'll be able to elevate you, and then we'll show you where, where you can speak. So what the, being a Google developer expert meant, meant that now I can travel anywhere and then Google pays for my flight and my hotel it's not business it's just economic which I, to me I feel like I still appreciate that because I'm able now to talk to other people and also contribute to what I love and also do what I love because as you notice it was a passion it was a passion for me to teach and also just keep sharing my knowledge it's because I realized being individualist is okay but having the community also it's better because you end up draining yourself because things that I learned that I cannot do now if I could do anything if I could tell my younger self anything is that don't do the same thing you did in your early career which was number one I did not have any work-life balance why because I would work even the weekends just trying to get things done and I realized this was not a good thing because nobody is there to tell us that but because you expected to deliver you would keep just working and working yet you're not even thinking of creating these communities or connecting with other people because what was I afraid of I was afraid of not being able to have a job tomorrow because that is something that really scared me that's why I feel like I overworked and overlooked myself but I realized when I got the community it was much easier I never had any fear of not being in a job because I realized that if I didn't have a job I can reach out to somebody I know in the community and that really would happen like for instance a good friend of mine I will mention her name here she's Sierra she's part of the women code too I remember she was looking for she wanted to hire somebody somebody in that company and I told her I'm, I'm, I'm really straight that's my job I'm looking for a new job and she immediately she told me Madonna we are hiring you can send me your resume. So things like those really help a lot in a community where when you knew, you know people, it's much easier for you to get your next job just through your community. So it, make sure you do leverage those communities. So those are things that I saw that I got as a safe space as compared to when I did not have a community. So I would just sit there by myself, do the coding. And then after the coding, every Saturday and Sunday, just try to be a mom because I'm still a mom and then stay stressed. But that changed after I found the community and I was able to connect with them and then make that network. Now, that elevated me to a point where people in my community, now the Android community, which is what I've connected with more, told me, hey, Madonna, you've been doing Android for a while. How about you write a book? I mean, I would like to, to, to learn from you. That is how I wrote my first book. Just people cheerleading for me, telling me, Madonna, you got this. And guess where my reviewers came from? 
my reviewers came from the community, people who are more experienced than me and who are already experts. I reached out to, me and I, to, to them and asked them, would you be my reviewer for my book? And they agreed. So the community can really help you grow your career and also so many in so many ways for instance if you want to write a book you can get your reviewers there if you want to find a job you can always reach out to your community and see if you could want to find a job for mental health you can always reach out to them and see for instance during the pandemic the way the community really helped me with my mental health is that having a family it was pretty hard because first of all I was expected to work I was expected to teach the kids this is something that I had never prepared because I really want to say fast, I applaud moms who work from home or maybe homeschool their kids because that is pretty tough. Work from home and homeschool their kids because that is one of the hardest job I've ever felt. Because during that, those times, again, my fear of getting fired was elevated. And if I now, right now, I, th I think about it, if I could go back, I would definitely have my heart rate monitored just to check my heart rate because every time I was so stressed because my kids here need help with their education and here to work, I'm expected to deliver on time. So I had to see how I can navigate that. So the community really helped me through their one-on-one -on -one sessions where they would have, let's say, a lunch and learn, and then I would join and then hear stories from other other members of the communities about how they're going through the pandemic or how they're navigating their work from home balance. And that really helped me a lot and inspired me a lot. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not the only one that's experiencing that. And also when I and that's actually that's even motivated me to start a podcast because I realized that through my podcast, Tech Talks with Madonna, I would connect with other women and then I would listen to their stories. And I noticed that the stories that they have are so similar to what I'm experiencing because I remember meeting this amazing woman. She lives in New York, very close to me. And she told me that, Madonna, I have the fear of getting fired every day. And I asked her, wow, and you don't have any kids. She said, yes. And I asked her, you know, I thought that was my fear. And then she told me, yes, it's not only your fear. It's a fear for many of us. And that really made me realize that not many of us feel comfortable in our workplaces. And what I would say right now is that if you're listening to this podcast, don't have that fear anymore as long as you have a community. Because at the end of the day, any company can drop you anytime. Especially we saw with what happened with the layoffs. So many people were laid off. Always have that community around you. People that you can reach out to. Your point of contact. Because right now, if you don't, I mean, I feel... The system of resume still works maybe because I've not done that in a while, but I feel like submitting a resume is pretty hard as compared to speaking to somebody who already works there. Like, hey, is your company hiring? Can you refer me? That works pretty easily. Now, coming back to my story, so things that I've been able to accomplish through the community is, let's say, writing my book, being able to speak to over 30 plus conferences, being able to lead a main stage, a main stage panel at anitab.org which was super amazing I was able to interview four amazing women and I've won the uh, 2023 technologies to run to watch award by women who code because the members of the communities uh, recommended me and nominated me something that I had no idea about I just got an email saying that you've been nominated she did reach out to me later and tell me Madonna I nominated you I was so happy and I won and then I ended up also winning this year too top 50 women women of impact women in impact tech things that i never thought about now are happening because the community has seen what i'm doing and they're cheerleading for me and helping me and things that i always tell myself is that i will do the same that is pull the table for everybody 
pull the chair for everybody, include everybody. That's why in everything I do, I try to be very inclusive. So in overall, there's so many ways that you can leverage the community to grow your network and your career, as you've seen. And the other thing that I would likely mention is that uh, it's a question that I get most of the time, like Madonna, you keep talking of communities, but where do I find them? Number one, I would say the way I found Women Who Code was through me looking. So I don't, it's the same. I don't think if you sit home and don't want to work, food will come to your table. No, you have to be out there searching for them. So what I would say is that find a community that you feel included, a community that you resonates with you, and also reach out or go there and find them. But sitting and thinking they'll come to you, that's not going to happen. So find them and then connect with them. There's so many communities out there that exist that are very supportive to women and and non-binary people and anybody that wants to join any community, you're pretty welcome, I feel like, especially for women who could. Like I mentioned, it was my first community. And the people there, I still we're still connected to now. I am still a member. I don't think I will ever leave being a member. I think when I joined, we were like 10 people. Now we've grown to over 2,000 people. And I do think, for instance, in Women Who Code, they have a couple of tracks. So if you're in machine learning, if you're in cloud, if you're in blockchain, they have all those tracks. And you can always look them up through their website. That applies to other communities too. For instance, the Women Take Makers women take makers program that also is super great where if you're being elevated as a women take makers ambassador and one thing is that all these communities collaborate and work together because our main goal and purpose is the same just elevating and supporting women because again being an individualist is okay i like to mention this it's okay but it might be very draining because at the end of the day you're working by yourself you're doing things by yourself and when you get to that point where you're at a tipping point or a breaking point, you might not find a way to recover easily as compared to when you have a community where you can reach out to, you can talk to people you trust, people you can schedule one-on-one -on -one with. For instance, now I have a great mentor that I met just through attending one event. And I was like, wow, I like what you're doing. Can you be my mentor? <laughs> and she said, gladly, Madonna, I would like to be a mentor. So you can also find mentors too in the communities. So Finally, what I would like to say is ensure that if you don't have any community, join one or find one and stay connected. Again, there's power in the community and there's strength in the community. And this will help you grow your career and grow your network, which is something that we all need in this day and age. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission, and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash womenwhocode. Thanks again for listening. And remember, to subscribe, rate, and comment.